Okay, uh, one last thought. <laughs> um, when I was talking about if somebody really wants it, like, to change their life, they're willing to do whatever it takes. And which makes me also think about another friend of mine, but I won't mention this person's name. I, I really love this person. Um, this person has been using for quite some time. I don't want to give too many clues to... Um, I don't think anybody would know this person anyway, but this person uh, asked me if I could help them uh, because they have a medical condition that I'm familiar with, very familiar with. Um, well, it's something... It's dissociation identity disorder, dissociative, dissociative identity disorder, because a lot of people that go through SRA, they, um, especially if they're born into it, when they, um, get, uh, abused and traumatized, uh, when they're under the age of seven, usually, um, or sexually abused, uh, they automatically have multiple personality disorder or dissociative identity disorder. Their their mind breaks off, and um, and my friend that was uh, born into uh, the Satanic Brotherhood, she had many personalities, and uh, so I can recognize it in other people. Um, not all the time, but quite often, and for some reason, I seem to attract them, <laughs> um, and I hope it's because, um, they feel safe, um, around me, but, um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that my husband has that, too, even though I don't think he, he thinks he does, but, um, but anyways, yes, so this other friend of mine asked me if I uh, would please help, you know, um, but this person is also on drugs and has been and keeps saying that uh, this, this person keeps saying that they are going to quit or that they, that yeah, just that they want to quit, but yet there are no signs or evidence that that's really the case. I think the person does not like the consequences to being addicted, but yet I don't know that the person is absolutely willing to do whatever it takes. And that's what it takes to get clean. It really does. I mean, and stay clean. You can, anybody can get clean and, but, you know, and maybe stay clean for, I don't know, a few days, a week, two weeks, or even a month or a couple months, whatever. But to stay clean, it has to be a daily decision and 
as well as determination and willing to do whatever you have to do to stay clean, just like you would be willing to do whatever it took to get high. So, um, yeah, the person kept saying, yeah, I'm, I'm serious, I really want to stop, and I said, before you answer, you need to really pray and think hard about it because I don't play. I'm like, I'm serious. You know, I'm not going to waste my time. I mean, the, the way I am is like, I am a loyal friend and I am somebody who will like, you know, ride with you till the end. But if, if I see that you're not serious, like, don't waste my time. I mean, I don't mean to sound like a witch, but, but for real, and I could tell if somebody's really trying or not, you know, um, I don't expect perfection. Of course not. None of us are perfect, but like, you know, I could tell if somebody's really committed or not. And, uh, so one of the ways that I want to, I wanted to test is to, I told the person, before you say you want me to help you, you have to be willing to quit drugs because that does not help the condition, the, the mental condition or the DID. Um, it does not. It <laughs> It it only makes it worse, and not that you have to quit immediately, but you at least have to be willing to do it, and not say that you're going to be perfect at it. You might fall or screw up, but are you willing, because the person has a family that has given the person money, and you know, uh, I'm sure dysfunction, you know, um, enabling codependency, whatever, you know, I mean, you, we all have screwed up, you know, family issues, but yeah. So, uh, I told the person you need to be willing to even have me go meet your family <laughs> and, and tell them how long you've been using and to never give him any money or her, him, they. <laughs> um, yeah, because if you're not willing to do that, then I don't know that you're really willing to or that you really want to do whatever it takes to to get clean and stay clean because if you always have a way out like you know quit for a little bit but then if you feel like you're dying and you just can't do it anymore then you can go to mom and dad and get some money and then get dope like what's the sense you know and um I mean there's things that I've had to do like even when I had um 
I've had, oh, I had to get my uh, teeth pulled, you know, and um, oh my gosh, I was in so much pain, my, all of my teeth, because my, I have dentures, because my teeth were rotting, and uh, the dentist said that the uh, toxins were like going into my bloodstream and because I had cancer before that I needed to pull them all out so I was like okay do it but oh my gosh I had I was in so much pain I had to take Vicodin but I had somebody else hold them for me because I was like terrified I do not want to get strung out and um yeah, I know that you can open up a little door and, yeah, that the enemy comes in and just pries the door open really big. But, um, yeah, and there was another time where I had to take, uh, well, they gave me Tylenol 3. And um, I took, I took uh, two, one in the morning when it, or when it, I can't remember, but I found myself thinking like, ooh, I can't wait to like take the next one, but I was having a friend carry them for me, and the fact that I was already even thinking that I wanted a, another one, I was like, man, let's flush those down the toilet, <laughs> like, I'm just like, I don't even want to go there, you know, I mean, there's just certain things we have to do, like, boundaries that we know, um, I just don't trust myself at all with drugs, with, with, I don't care if the doctor gave them to me, I do not trust myself, like, it's a lie for me to think, like, well, I never want to use again, so I'll be okay, like, no, I need accountability. Like, I just, yeah, I just, I, I'm an addict. I, I already know. I, I can't trust myself with any kind of, like, uh, opiates. No way. No. Um, I never want them in my house. I never want, uh, yeah. It, I mean, I don't even want to take anything ever again. If I ever, never have to, I never want to, <laughs> you know. I mean, if I had surgery or something, but see, that's how I relapsed before. So that would terrify me. I would definitely, like, if I'm in the hospital and the doctor and nurses are the ones giving them to me, maybe, yeah. But if not, to take a bottle home with me, no, that's okay, like, either, if I'm not living with somebody who could, I, no, I don't even trust myself with that, because I could hustle people, I could totally get them to, that's what I did before, after I had cancer, my neighbors were carrying my medication, and, um, you know, but they are not addicts, so I could just hustle them, to, oh, yeah, you know what, since you're not going to be home, can you just give me an extra one or two or whatever, since you're not going to be here, and just take them all at once, you know, it's just, I just know how I am, it's just, I'm, I'm a dope fiend, if I'm not in Jesus, <laughs> so, so anyways, long story short, my friend that 
said, for sure, for sure, I want help. I'm, I want to do this. Da, da, da. And then after I said, well, are you willing to have me meet your, your parents? Uh, you know, tell them not to give you money and a few other things I don't remember. Then I haven't heard from this person since. So, <laughs> so uh, which is fine. I still love the person. I totally love the person. This person is amazing. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to... I'm in a place in my life where I am serious about serving God and living my life the best way possible and to be a blessing to other people and to grow in my relationship with God and I don't I don't really have time and maybe it sounds kind of mean but I don't really have time to waste with people who aren't serious you know um about bettering their life I guess um moving forward even if it's just like one little tiptoe step at a time but um yeah but anyways yeah um but I just really enjoy seeing all the young people at the dream center and adopt a block and just going out to reach other people on the street and other areas and it's just it's so encouraging I this is what I just love about the dream center they're just I mean um these kids have amazing hearts and you know I know it's kind of like intimidating for a lot of them are like uh young Caucasian kids you know um well there's not just there's Hispanic and black but like some of these these Caucasian kids come from like you know uh midwest or the south and have an accent <laughs> and um yeah and then they come to LA and Skid Row or MacArthur Park or the projects and you know they're completely out of their element and I just have so much respect you know um and Oh, and then there's this couple that go went to Skid Row with us yesterday, and I I love them, the the boyfriend, their fiancés, whatever they're gonna get married, but um, they don't live together. She lives out like a couple hours away, but um, <laughs> I um, one of the well, they said that you know, she wasn't gonna, that, the way they do things, they go, uh, he'll either, she'll come up here to LA, and then the next day, um, 
oh, I can't remember. Like, they take turns, you know, visiting. And, but, like, I was just like, oh, well, that's good. So you guys are staying pure. (laughs) My friend Maureen's like, oh, my gosh, Lori, you're such a mom. But my thing is, seriously, I respect, you know, waiting, them waiting for marriage. Not just that, but my main thing was, like, trust me, you don't want to have sex before you're married. For one thing, I think it, like, kind of brings a curse on your marriage, unless you make sure you repent and renounce it. But seriously, you can do that once and then say, oh, we're not going to do it again. But once you cross that line, man, (laughs) who, yeah, it, I don't know. And then what is your marriage based on? And you'll have problems once you get married. I mean, trust me, I know I've been married four times and yeah, um, even though I didn't have sex with, I didn't sleep with my third husband and the one that I believe that God wanted me to be with, and but yeah, that's another long thing. But but yeah. Um, anyways, I gotta get ready. Um, I'm having some, somebody's picking me up in a little bit. <laughs> Uh, just, yeah, I didn't feel like getting on social media and getting caught up, but, um, anyways, okay, I'm ending it here, this is becoming way too long, (laughs) God bless, talk soon, thanks again for listening.